Hello everyone, welcome to Nerd News. Yes, yes, welcome back. And we got me, Jonathan, I'm going to be hosting today. We switched with uh, Coco for the main episode, so you'll hear that when you get to listen to that. But now I'm awake, it's the middle of the night, and that's when I'm the most awake. Yeah. Uh, welcome to have you back, Coco, how are you? Dying of indigestion. In heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> had nothing to do with that. Really? It wasn't that pet pizza that had caked on jalapenos? I shouldn't have eaten that. I shouldn't, but it, it was all that was there. You could not you, even see the cheese. It you was held late. us hostage. You're like, well, I'm going to bring pizza to make up for last week, and it's you all know what? jalapenos. I didn't eat anticipating that pizza. It. thought about it, and then I'm like, oh, man, I made it really hard for you guys yesterday. Yeah, you... I'll come over <laughs> with the really spicy-ass jalapeno pizza, and then I take you guys to the movies to go have, like, the worst experience on a chair oh, that just man. rocks you back and forth. Yeah, so that 40x was it called? 40x. 40x. Uh, yeah, for uh, we went to go see Thor: Love and Thunder, and he really wanted to see it in 40x. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. It's pretty expensive. It ended up being 25 bucks per person, but just to try it, I'll try it out. I cannot recommend it. I cannot. Uh, for 30 yeah, minutes, that... maybe, but two hours. No, it's too intense. It's but way it. too much. Yeah, it's usually during the fight scenes, the the chairs. And by the way, uh, what 4DX is is kind of like um, you're watching the movie. You also have these uh different kind of chairs that really kind of move around or they try to match whatever is going on on the screen. Like if there's a fight scene, you're gonna feel almost all those punches, or they want you to feel those punches. So the chair's gonna rock back and forth, or like. I don't know how to describe it more, but it's very motion with a lot of the scenes that happen. Mm -hmm. And it can either be fun or it can be too much sometimes. Your and your yeah. initial experience will be very much like me and the others where in the first 30 minutes we're like, wow, this is kind of cool. It's it's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, every little hit, and they had this like water spray to make it more thematic. First yeah. of all, the movie had no water at all, so we never even got to no. use it other than the yeah. demo. But it was cool for like the first 30 minutes. It was actually genuinely cool. After 30 minutes, it's just you getting rocked by a chair, making your ass very sore. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I kept shifting because my butt was getting so hurt just from the constant barrage. I, I didn't like it. I don't, remember, I don't remember it being that heavy, I guess, for the last movie. But this one had way more fight scenes, and they were really trying to emphasize those hits. It just it didn't make sense because clearly the people who made this, right? People who came up with this idea. They want to fine-tune the experience per movie. Not every movie is going to have the same type of scenario. That's the idea. So whoever fine-tuned it for this thing is like, uh, I can't figure out when to do it. Uh, fuck it, just shake them a lot during this moment. Because honestly, the majority of that movie, it felt like I was watching a, like a disaster movie, like an earthquake movie. <laughs> for an earthquake movie, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. But for this shit, uh-uh, that shit is hurt. I did not like it. Would not that do was it our, again. That was our experience with 4D. Yeah. If your movie theater has it, I don't know. Go try. It. Maybe you'll like it <laughs> for everyone. But it's like this: if you have an extra, uh, if you have extra money and you don't mind wasting 30 minutes, buy yourself a 4DX ticket. Go uh, put on an alarm for 30 minutes. Go in there, have a great time, and then just dip after that, and you'll have only a positive experience. <laughs> That's, that can be something. Okay. But 
back to what we actually did see when that was uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, let's talk uh, about We're news. not going to get into spoilers, so we're just going to give you some thoughts and maybe a scene or something that we liked without spoiling too much, maybe? I don't know. See how it goes. But what were your thoughts on the movie? I liked it. Not as much as Ragnarok, but I liked it. But I guess compared to all four, it'd probably still be second. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I've mentioned it before, but Thor, as they're doing it in MCU, they're making him a very goofy character, but he himself as a comic character is not that goofy. So I feel like he's kind of losing his identity. In fact, all of Asgard and all the Asgardians kind of, kind of losing their identity. Uh, the movie's about to. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it, but after a while, I'm like, oh, they... Uh, they took the what I found interesting about the Asgardians and kind of just made it bland as fuck. Yeah. Well, I don't know. For me, it, I like the movie, but there was times where I feel like the movie was disoriented. There's just For like, sure. Everywhere. Sometimes it'll be like really funny. Sometimes it'll just be really sad out of nowhere. And then... Uh, and sometimes they tried making jokes during seri- very serious moments, and it's like, that doesn't hit. It didn't. Not all the jokes hit. Oh yeah. Uh, but overall, at least the villain I thought was really cool. His power, his motives, and Green Time. Just anytime he was on the uh, yeah. Uh, this is yeah. This is cool. I liked every scene with the villain, except for one that I felt was very out of place. Yeah, that is a little weird. I get that because yeah, it's not like it doesn't seem like he doesn't act like thing. like he doesn't act like that again throughout the entire movie. Just that yeah. one scene, he acts that mm-hmm. way. It made no sense. Mm-hmm. But they're tr- they're trying to make him a goofy villain since I guess a lot of previous uh, Marvel villains Disney. have like a little funny thing to their villains, but they should have mm. just kept him completely serious. He was an yeah. actual menace for a while, and that happened. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this doesn't work. But anyways, uh, hmm. I don't want to talk too much about it because we might let something slip. But villain good except for one scene. Movie funny, but I felt like it's losing its identity and like the uh, the characters are. It's just another clown, basically added to the other roster of clown characters in the MCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, mm-hmm. and um, this might be unpopular. For those who know the trailer, for those who saw Ragnarok, uh, Korg is a character, which is Taika Waititi's insert character because he voices him, and he was pretty funny mm-hmm. in Ragnarok, right? Uh, mm-hmm. he's still funny, but I kind of got over him after a while. Yeah. Like okay, Taika, we get it. You really want to be a superhero. There's there was a lot of things in this movie that were really funny the first time, and then mm-hmm. after a while, we're like, the fucking oh. goats. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Those but, goats. Uh, I think we should keep it at that because we don't want to talk about it. Maybe give you more spoilers to keep, or just to keep people about thinking. It. To keep people thinking, right? I'm not gonna talk about the movie, but I'll say this. After watching this movie, I missed a, a specific, very specific parts and themes of the first movie like the original thor like after yeah. love and thunder made me go damn i actually really like the first thor in this way compared to this one Same. now what it Same. is uh watch the movie yourself and find out okay yeah. everyone has a reasons to like one or the other mm. yeah go watch it if uh you want something at least funny or entertaining trying to kill in two hours it was pretty it wasn't that long just don't do it in 40x so you can actually maybe that maybe that's why i'm a little more sour on it i, I had a yeah, exactly. rough experience the whole time <laughs> yeah don't remember most of it you just remember the pain 
Yeah, honestly. <laughs> All right, Coco. Doesn't say that's graded, but we'll leave it how it is. We'll, we'll leave it how it is. Right, moving on. Uh, what do you want to start with? What What do you got? What do you got? I'll start with something that I'm kind of looking forward to that made me actually start the games. Yeah, I saw the trailer that came out recently for Bayonetta 3. I've never played the game, so everyone always says good things about the game. So I'm just like, you know what? This They're is the time. Fun. Yeah, and I just started the first one. Been playing for a couple hours now, and I like it. The The gameplay is actually really smooth. The dialogue is really funny and surprising sometimes. But the music is like kick-ass, too. Oh, the music is pretty kick-ass, yeah. It does seem like it's it, it has a plan of what the story kind of wants to be. And yeah. So um, I can tell based off the, what I saw from 3, if you don't finish at least 1, specifically 1, mm-hmm. 2 you can get away with, but 1, you'll be lost mm-hmm. by 3. Because 3 has very uh, a lot of callbacks to the first game. But, yeah, Bayonetta 3, the trailer, right? Is that what you were going to talk about? Uh, I, I liked it. I like what I saw because they, they showed us a trailer before and it, I didn't like it too much. It, was, it didn't really interest me. And well, it was just looked... a teaser. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. just letting them know, hey, this game's coming. Which at first, when I first got... saw that teaser, I'm like, this isn't Bayonetta. And I still, it was very weird. But yeah. uh, I'm still for it. I love Bayonetta. This new trailer that mm-hmm. came out, it would be completely honest, I didn't watch it because I don't want it to spoil anything for me. It was a pretty long trailer, and they introduced a lot, I think, of characters probably from the game before. But they had, I know there was one new character, because everyone was like, oh, she's new. And I think you can be mm. playing her a lot, too. I think they uh, they showed off that character at the end of the last trailer I saw. So I think I know who you're talking about. But the only thing that I saw that, uh, well, I looked into that matters is, mm. of course, the release date. Mm. Yes. It's pretty uh, pretty good timing, I think, especially for, like, you know, it's Halloween season. She's kind of into I mean, that stuff. It comes out 10 28 uh, this year, so yep, Tower a couple months away. And like I said, perfect timing because that's uh, Halloween time, October. So, are you like just saying right that because she's a witch with a typecaster? What? What? I'll, I'll cosplay here if I have to. Oh, I don't think you want to do that, especially. <laughs> I mean, unless you're playing the new naive angel mode, I saw that tweet. So, Naive Angel Mode is a new, well, mode, I guess, for people that want to play Bayonetta 3, but that they have more, uh, either they live with their, you know, their little kids and live with their parents, or they're adults and live with their parents, or you're puritanical. Basically, if Bayonetta's sexiness is a little too much for your poor virgin eyes, this is the mode for you, because it censors it. Uh, I'm playing. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) It censors her sexy Good moves though. and other things. For those people who really need that, there it exactly. is. That that switch will never be toggled on my you, game. You can, I'm just telling you that. You can play in public now. You can go out there and play this game. Bitch, please. I would play in public anyways. I am shameless. <laughs> Bayonetta is too cool. But uh, hey, it's uh, cool. Uh, another thing about this game that uh, I kind of know about is uh, it's been in, like development for like five years, maybe. It's been well, a while. since Bayonetta 2. Well, when the Switch kind of came out, it was like one of those first games that got announced that was coming out. But yeah, that, like I said, it's been five years, and for it to finally come out, people are probably really excited. But like, they were like, "Oh, well, it better be good," because it took a while there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are gonna get hyped, and those people who let themselves get hyped are stupid. 
I'm just going to say it. But then again, uh, they have always ranked pretty high. I think I saw yeah. they were all both like 90 and one was 92. Just ignore that Platinum Games' previous game, their most recent game before the oh, new yeah. Bayonetta 3 was Babylon Falls. So we'll just ignore that. that little caveat. No, right? Yeah, because I, I really like the company. I'm playing actually two Same. other games. I'm playing Astral Chain. I love that game. I actually really do. Like They're a solid company. They just, you know, not everyone, not every game will hit. That's just all it is and, to uh, it. Remember the date for Near Automata that comes out in November, right? Or uh, it could be September actually. What are you talking about? Before. Yeah. So Near Automata coming out on Switch pretty on oh, this fall. I'm not sure if I saw a date, but it's coming out. So be ready. Plan on killing it with some games on the Switch. We'll see. I happens. disagree, but anybody who knows the podcast already knows I don't like that game. Don't worry, guys. He just doesn't like waifus. <laughs> That's a lie. I play uh, Xenoblade 2. Anyways, speaking of more Bayonetta, so yeah, for those people that, you know, I don't want to see her be sexy. I mean, that's just her essence, but whatever. Do you have that mode now? But other news, Bayonetta-related, actually, is that Bayonetta is getting a physical Switch release. Bayonetta 1 is getting a physical Switch release later this year. Originally, the only way you could play Bayonetta 1 uh, on the Switch was through the Duo Pack that came with Bayonetta 2 when Bayonetta 2 was ported over to the Switch. Buy separately, too. No, you couldn't buy... You could buy Bayonetta 2 by itself as a physical copy, and it came with Bayonetta 1. But it came with a download code. I'm saying that Bayonetta 1 by itself is getting a physical release. No, but you can also buy it digitally by itself. Yeah, but that's not the point. It's physical. My bad. Because previously, yeah, yeah. the only way you could buy Bayonetta... I'm not cutting it out. You get to be put on that. <laughs> I was just trying to figure it out. All right. Previously, the only way to get Bayonetta 1 physically was to get it um, like shipped to you from, I think, Japan. That's the only place that it was physical. Everyone else in North America had to buy it digitally. Which, oh. problem with that is uh, some people, good majority of people actually, uh, people I don't like, buy these games and instead of letting their homies borrow them to experience they kind of just sell sell them off um yeah but they can't sell them off if it's digital but once you play the game if you don't want to play anymore there it is this really is only important for people who like borrowing games people who like selling their physical copies so you know that's good uh i want to buy it on i want to buy it physically but i have it on other consoles, I probably won't, but especially because you're playing it, I assume, di- digitally. That was the only way I could, yeah, find it, too. Yeah. I actually did go to the store and did look for it. And then actually today I found out, too. I was like, oh, it's coming out. Physical. Uh, Pretty cool. Uh, I don't really have anyone else that hasn't played it, so I, I think I'll just stick to the digital copy. But yeah, okay. good news for Bayonetta fans or people who want to get into the series because uh. I'm sure at some point they'll do a three-pack, but basically the entire Bayonetta series will be available on Switch. Uh, physically. So, that's cool. As it is. Moving on. Haven Studios was acquired by Sony. Right. So they are a developer a development studio that was previously making games for the PlayStation. They have now been bought out by Sony, so likely they will make uh they will only be making games for PlayStation. This is another win for Sony to acquire studios. Haven Studios, known for their games such as... Journal? No. Uh, well, I'm just going to guess wrong. Well, I was just going to leave it for a dramatic effect, but you're trying to guess, so keep going. <laughs> no, I'm good. You're good? Is it? Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. They haven't made any games. 
So oh. it's like, why'd you buy them? <laughs> I'm not saying yeah, that I'm not weird. saying they don't have the potential to make good games. I'm sure when oh. eventually the game they're working on, eventually so. when it comes out, it'll probably be okay to good. Not potential in them. And they're like, yeah, you're gonna go far. It just seems weird for Sony to drop the money on a game, on a studio that hasn't proven itself. You know. Well, I mean that's not the only company they bought. Recently. I mean, yeah, but that's kind of the comparison what I'm getting at. It's like you they go for yeah. this next big one, which we're about to talk about, <laughs> and they also spend money on one that has no games. It's like, can I start yeah. up a development studio and can they buy me out? But, I don't yeah, know. Of course. Haven so Studio. Was, yeah, that's uh, a little weird. I wish you luck on releasing your game because if it's trash when it comes out, man, Sony <laughs> jumped the gun on that one. Other studio that was bought out by Sony has been And that's Bungie. Uh Developers of uh, that little game called uh, Destiny, Destiny Two, technically now. Yeah, it's a big, you know, air-based online game. So definitely uh, going to be a benefit for the PlayStation, just because they're trying to get into that kind of gaming. And so I think they bought them so they can help them with that more. It's only interesting to me if they make a new game because they're not going to stop. I heard, yeah, you know, they're not going to yeah. stop porting or making destiny content for other consoles like xbox or pc because that makes them a lot mm -hmm. of money they're not going to stop that so Ooh. if they make a new game exclusively for playstation cool if it's just so that they could have another like stream of revenue eh. yeah it's a second that's yeah. kind of what i remember hearing so we'll see maybe it will be a decent very unique game that uses actually that actually uses the playstation engine or whatever they're using out there because a lot of the games look really good sometimes yeah. see what they can do with it what they can do with it anything any other playstation news you got not really uh actually no there is a big one what am i mm -hmm. saying take it all Why? back pop a playstation Even... rewarding awesome. people like myself uh, PlayStation is releasing a new loyalty program called PlayStation Stars. Not to be confused with PlayStation All Stars, which was a like Smash Bros. clone that didn't do very well mm -hmm. on PS3. It's coming back. I had fun. No, it isn't. It's staying dead. <laughs> <laughs> the new loyalty program is going to let fans earn rewards by, and I'm quoting here, participating and completing various activities and campaigns. Loyalty points will be earned and can be redeemed at a catalog that may. May, May is the keyword because they can always go back on it, but May lets them in. Uh, mm -hmm. It may include PSN wallet funds and some PlayStation Store products. This new loyalty program kind of reminds you of the new the Game Pass system that's also a reward or gives you rewards where Game Pass has these missions. And as you do them, the missions will be like play X game, play, get an achievement in X games, just basically mm -hmm. encouraging you to play Game Pass games. And yeah, by turning in the missions, you get points. Yeah. And you can use those points to buy mm. certain things. I mean, I never really use them. I think the one time I did use them, I had so many. I had like 20 bucks worth of Xbox credits. But yeah, this is going to be like a counterpart to that. And that's really good for people yeah. like myself that spend too much time playing video games. It's uh, um, kind of funny. Actually, I was think I was on a walk today and I was literally thinking about that like, like, I was listening to something like a podcast and just people who go yeah their extra mile to get those trophies are it's like it's fun for a lot of people just because you know they like having a little more yeah the game or like you know uh developers have those specific 
achievements for you to go and maybe explore an area that they really worked on or mm -hmm. just little details, you know? So now for them to, yeah, complete the trophies or challenges that they put out there, but now get rewarded as well for something, it's really, it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's in a more official capacity because Sony did something similar. Not exactly the same. I don't think I don't think you were able to like get points to redeem things at a catalog. But I do remember, at least in the PS4, possibly PS3, but I know for sure PS4, they had this thing where as you played games, specific games, and got trophies in them, if you got like a platinum, they would send you an email and said, "Hey, we like noticed you got a platinum. Here's a reward." Which was kind of cool. I remember I got uh, the reward I got re was regarding like Persona 5 themes and they were pretty cool. I was kind of upset though because I found out about this the system to get those special themes later. So I found out that if you platinum that means get every trophy Bloodborne they send you an email to get a unique theme for the PS4. I platinum Bloodborne. It was not easy, especially those chalice dungeons, but I did it. And but I didn't find out about it till like seven months later. And Sony's like, "No, wait, seven months? That's an old email. You ain't, you you gotta look for it. Never got it." So my Bloodborne theme. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. PS5 they, uh... doesn't have themes. Oh yeah, I see that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what is it with companies them. putting less effort yeah. in the newer consoles? Minimalism. Is Switch for them now. At least yeah, right now, know. honestly, if we're talking about it, like we bring honest, Xbox is the only one that I'm like, I'm I'm yeah. leaning favorite towards because so at least with the Xbox, they have unique game themes. Switch yeah, doesn't have true. shit. PS5 doesn't have shit. My Xbox mm -hmm. has Master Chief with some random soldier fighting. Get your game up already, Sony and Nintendo. This is like PS3 days shit. Well, good stuff. Good stuff there. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Let's talk about... Mm, I want to say something... Some good news, because most of it has been a little on the downer. This is... Uh, I think I mentioned before the on Paramount Plus, uh, there was a Beavis and Butthead movie that came out. I think it's called Beavis and Butthead. That's the universe. And it's hilarious, especially... Uh, if you like that show or like the one, you know, because it came in the 90s, so it's a little old. You know, it was definitely very, you know, different. Jokes landed on me. It was just, I was cracking up. I haven't cracked up like that in a while. That comes out pretty soon, Beavis and Butthead. And, uh, like I said, go watch the movie. It was really cool. And the show comes out pretty soon. That has, I don't think there's an announcement for the date, but. It just you know. is coming out. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I know how it is. Now, I could talk about this next one, but it was never really my thing. I enjoyed it casually, but I know you were more into it. What about that skate? I don't know how I feel about it, but... The internet is happy. very divided. I'm very happy there's divided. a new game coming out. Yes. And it should be fun, especially because the physics in it very, are very, like, you know, on point or uh, more I than the other games. They showed off a pre 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 alpha footage basically like before any polish just to show people hey we're working on it that was like a couple weeks ago and now the more details have come out and the hype was going up because people have been waiting for a new skate because skate 3 was a long time ago 360 yeah xbox 360 it's not even a it skipped a oh, whole yeah. generation but 
The hype meters. Yeah, new skate coming. New skate. And what does EA say? Oh, new skate. Free to play though. Yeah. Free to play. Especially after like what happened with uh, you know, Diablo Immortal mm -hmm. and just you feel like if you think that they saw that and they're like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Especially we have so many, so many I'm gonna give a people fuck. out there. EA man, you think they care? <laughs> they're the greediest fucking company in gaming. Yeah, they're trying to outgreed each other. If anything, Activision like, oh, Blizzard, like they're competing. It's either the mm. top spot for either of those asshole companies. It's either one or the other. Every year it shifts. Yeah, right now, right. right now it's Diablo. Who knows what it might be next Diablo. year. True. We'll see how this. True. Well, I don't know when this game comes out yet, but that being said, out. I uh, do dislike the EA. But let's talk about the game. It's supposed to be free to play. Uh, it says that it's gonna have no paid loot boxes. It's gonna have no locked maps behind you know paywalls, and it's not gonna be pay to win. So the real question is, how are they gonna monetize? Because a free to play game has to have some kind of monetization. They are not that generous. No company is. So what I'm thinking is they're going to have a battle pass that's going to give you, like, skins for your character, or maybe, like, skins for your skateboard. That's likely what's going to be it. And they say no pay to win, because there's probably no gameplay mechanic-related stuff. It's all cosmetic. But I'm predicting a battle pass with XP boost and maybe some tier skips. That's how people will get their... Oh, you want to play as... Well, not Tony Hawk, because I don't think they could. But they'll like, put some ridiculous-ass skin at the end of the battle pass only pay five bucks to skip 10 tiers so yeah a hundred bucks no 50 bucks to skip the whole fucking battle pass mm -hmm. yeah no, but the pretty... good news is that it's cross-platform so depending on what it launches on you can play yeah. with your friends and it's cross progression so if you play on your ps4 ps5 then you want to take it on your switch if it launches on the switch you can continue progress that is appealing those two things together are appealing Unless the bandwidth is shit, because I'm going to be honest, I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys ever since it came out free to play, because I want that Mechagodzilla skin. The internet code is ass. It's always lagging. <laughs> yeah. by, by some miracle, I won a game today, but it was they not really, easy. They really want to make everything like, just like online so they can just make money for you. It's fucking EA, man. Their yeah. content is like, monetize everything, live service everything. <laughs> I have no doubt that if Skate 4 came out and it was just a regular S-Skate, it would still do well. They are right. They are right that this way, by making it this way, it will make more money. Yes. However, mm -hmm. depending on how it launches, it's one of those things where if you're willing to... to uh, How do you say the word? Yeah, slaughter... Kind of like... What? I was going to say, if you're awesome. willing to slaughter a franchise name, like basically... Put it out. Put a kill the kill the franchise and put its skin on something new. People will buy it, but if it doesn't come out well, they'll buy that one, but they won't buy the next one. Yeah. So it's a risk. It's like okay, you guys don't want to do a full product game. You want to do free to play. Better come out good, or that's the end of skate. Much putting your reputation on the line. Well, it's a good thing one. they have no reputation, so I don't care. But <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's literally that it. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll see when it comes out. I, I, I'm still probably going to jump on and Same. play because, you know, it's a good game. Well, so. it's a good franchise. We don't know how this game's going to be. Yeah, I'm willing to give the, it a the shot, last though. Game. Yeah, I remember, the last one was pretty good. At least, I still remember so. being a, a young kid when Skate like 1 or 2 came out. I forgot how old we were. 
and when we had to, I went to a random party for some family that I don't remember. I don't even remember who the family was, but someone was in their room playing skate one. And the whole thing about skate is that you use the right stick to do the tricks, right? And I got, they let me borrow the controller for a quick second. And I did like the hardest trick by accident. And he's like, how'd you do that? I'm like, I have no clue. And I still remember it because it was one of the cool moments of my life. <laughs> it's uh, a fun game, so, yeah. Sorry, life. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. See? Skate 4 coming at you. Play. More memories like that. Eh. I don't know. What if the tricks are locked behind paywalls? Do you think of that? Oh, don't say that. That would be horrible. <laughs> like, that, get the, I would get to like, tier no. 15 to unlock the impossible. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Learn a, you got to pay five bucks to learn how to ollie. I'm like, no thanks. Bro. <laughs> yeah, that would be shit. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. Alright. We talked about PlayStation, actually. That was one of the topics, too, I guess. What else you got, Coco? CD Projekt Red. Used to be quite the popular company when Witcher 3 came out. That game alone and the subsequent goodwill they earned from it and their attitude towards games after it while they were developing Cyberpunk, uh, that game alone, the series, made them the biggest video game company, like the biggest value video game company in Europe. They were one of, if not the... one of, No, definitely not the biggest, but they were one of the biggest companies in Poland, right? Like, the company Poland for for certain circles was known to be like, oh yeah, Poland, CD Projekt Red's based out of there, so they were on top of the world. Their uh, their stock was worth quite a bit before Cyberpunk. So Cyberpunk came out in twenty nineteen, end of twenty nineteen, early twenty 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 twenty, right? Pandemic around the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, yeah, like I think it was like. November, December, then the next year came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since then, since two years, really, uh, their stock has dropped to a quarter of what it used to be. One fourth. That, yeah. 25%. Mm-hmm. Good. And, uh, Maybe. I mean, yeah, it is good because that kind of shit that they pulled should not be excused and shouldn't get away with that yeah. because they lied to a lot of people. They made money mm-hmm. off of the success of Cyberpunk because. They lied to people, and a lot of people couldn't get refunds until they bitched enough, and then those companies allowed it. Mm-hmm. But they should be punished in that in that way. But it's also like, God damn, they got humbled. Imagine yeah. being on top like that, and all that are they're uh, because one game, one game did that. It's gonna take yeah. them years to get back to this. Mm-hmm. If they have, in really. fact, I don't know if they'll ever get back to that. I mean, they have the one franchise, and you know they're going to try to juice it up as much as they can before. I would love to be a fly on the wall of like the CEO of CD Projekt Red around the time I started like skydiving, just to hear maybe the conversations they had, because you, you got to know that they were bringing in a lot of money for Poland, the same way like California uh, forgives a lot of bullshit that but uh, Activision Blizzard does because since it's based out of Irvine, they bring a lot of money towards California. That's mm-hmm. where the funds go. So CD Projekt Red was basically it helped with the economy in Poland in some way because it was such a big thing for that country. I'd love to be a fly on the wall just to see the reaction to oh, we are losing a lot of money, a lot of money, and suddenly, just suddenly. 
Poland is not going to be getting nearly as much from us. It, I mean, I'm sure some people got fired for that. Or maybe they didn't. What do I know? CEOs will get away with shit all the time. I think I promoted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. A new, a new race. <laughs> well, that kind yeah. of sucks, but I know how it is with those big companies like that. They can just get away with anything. As can't usual. You? Investigate yeah. yourself. Be like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we talked about them last week, uh, a couple weeks ago. Activision yeah. Blizzard. Fuck that company. Yeah. Anyways, um, you got anything else? Not really. I'm trying to think, but good one, right? I think that's about it, maybe. Or what'd you have? Yeah, that's about it. I mean, there was one very brief thing where Fall Guys went free to play in June, and it's had some mm, hiccups here and there. Like I said, since it's cross-platform, the netcode's not as good. I like the game; like the game modes are fun, but I feel like it it lags a lot more. And in a game where you have Mm -hmm. to know what the fuck is going on, it really sucks to suddenly be like, "Oh, things are frozen, and I'm dead. I died. I died while (laughs) I was frozen." That has happened a couple times. That's not what I'm talking about. So it's been a little rough. They transitioned the whole currency system because before it used to be the kudos and the crowns from winning the games. Got rid of the crowns, did a whole different thing with that. And the kudos, they gave you a fuck ton of kudos, effectively worthless because the new store has a lot of paid currency to buy paid skins because Epic Games bought them out. So they're doing a lot of that Fortnite shit where bu- give me V-Bucks, my bad, not B- not V-Bucks, uh, Show Bucks, I think it's what it's called. To buy the skins. And some of the skins are kind of cool for your little bean. I like the beans. But the kudos, which is like the majority of currency people have, are effectively worthless because it's they you can only buy them on specific items. And they're the really lame items. And they only show up like three at a time per day. And they rotate hella slow. So the only way to get anything worth a damn is to do the show bucks. And the show bucks cost actual money. So where am I getting with this? Well, a lot of new fucking skins have come out. People are like, okay, I have to buy this currency to buy these show bucks or to buy these skins. Let me at least mm-hmm. preview the skin so I can see what I'm getting into, right? Like what I'm going to buy, how it's going to look on my bean. Well, there was a a thing where basically people would try to preview it and Fall Guys, the game would be like, oh, thanks for buying. It's like, no, I, I was just previewing it. No, thanks for buying. That's 20 uh, show bucks. Thank you. But I was just trying Dang. to see it. No, no. So they complained to customer service and customer service. Oh man, give me one minute. Just like customer service. I was customer service, so in some ways I understand where they were going with this. In yeah. some ways, but not really. Okay. Customer service was replying to people asking, "Hey, the game stole my show bucks, the the bucks that I paid real money with." I was just trying to preview the item and it took them away from me and gave me the item. I don't actually want it. I would just want to look at it. This was happening to a lot of people. This was customer service response. Hi there. Thank you for, thanks for your reply. Please let me correct something from your response. You stated this is a bugged purchase and a known issue. Neither of these things is the case. The purchase was made by you, not a bug. Whether it was intentional or not, this is still the case. This is not a known issue because it is not an issue. Items cannot be bought automatically by the system. They always require input from the player. Again, whether accidental or not, you made this input and purchased the item. <laughs> As per our EULA, which you agreed to, all purchases are final and will not be refunded. 
I apologize for the confusion this may have caused and hope this clears this up for you. Kind regards. Fall Guys player support. Oof. That almost hurt. Um, you made me angry. I don't know. Dude, I was full caring on you. Right. I'm like, I was customer <laughs> service. I was like, damn, bro, you do not say that shit. That, that pisses people off. They're going to go high. You fucked you. up. Yeah. Specifically because he's like, you did this. It's like, no, it's a bug. <laughs> a lot of people are experiencing this as a bug. Maybe it's a bug that just mm. happened, so you don't know about it, but it is a bug. Anyways, people uh, were understandably upset. Luckily, luckily, Mediatonic, which is the uh, developer of Fall Guys, has already... Am I right? Mediatonic? Yeah, Mediatonic. Developer of Fall Guys has already responded saying, Hey, uh, <laughs> we heard your feedback. We know that it was a bug. Also, we're going to improve this store design. All refund requests for the cosmetics will be honored back, and you're getting a free character, which I haven't gotten, by the way. I wonder if it's only for those who got the issue. Eh. And they also... I guess they had to say it. Oh, that customer service guy? Out of line. Unacceptable. It's like, no shit. No shit. Fired him right away. Now <sighs> he and his family are starving. Well, it sucks to be you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> I read that response. I was like, God damn, bro. We all, in customer service, right? We all felt it, but you're not supposed to mm -hmm. say it. Gotta hold it. You gotta hold it. Oh. It's part of the fucking... Be the world's bitch. Customer service. Gotta love that life. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Because, man, yeah. I sympathize with this guy. He shouldn't do it, but I sympathize. <laughs> but yeah, that's He's all I got. Hero to, some. It, to some, but not a lot of people. He's the yeah. villain in most people's stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, uh, that was a good, funny, good story there to end it, I think. A joyful way. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I mean, it's, it's, it ended on a good note because they're fixing it, but it was... Yeah, that's true. Don't yeah. hate on all customer service guys. They're they're working hard, so give them a chance. Yeah. All right. But anyways, that's it for this week. Uh, I think just the one episode. That's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. just one episode this no, week. No, we can break it into three. Maybe. Yeah, come on. Three and a half. See, you're so e you're so quick to say <laughs> we'll break it into five. We'll break it into six. You're not the one doing that. This is me, <laughs> so you don't get to say that. You get, you're gonna get clips. Uh, just to the show. good episode coco uh break that into 20 pieces i'll see that by monday <laughs> no that's not how this works and i'm gonna need you to come in on the weekend please uh, no <laughs> please no anyways uh, so just one episode yes. this week uh this isn't to say that all future nerd news will be just one episode it's on a case by case this is this week we just did one this blame week. us yeah. New society. Tell them to get more news out. Right? Tell developers to be more dramatic so we have more shit to talk about. Their fault. Their fault. <laughs> Anyways, this has been the Nerd News. I'm Coco. I'm Jonathan. Wow. Have a good day, a good life, and a good night. Yes. See ya. See ya.